It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. He is also the co-host on the Dallas Cowboys pre- and post-game show on the Cowboys radio network. Brian, how are you doing today? Doing well, Robert. Thank you very much. And uh, you get to get. Do I get to talk about you at this time? Do I get to add on that you're? Uh, sure. You said you mentioned you're the Cowboys insider, and he's, you're also on that show, five thirty to ten. One of the, my favorite shows to listen to here on the fan. Thank with you. Sean and RJ and Bobby all doing that, and uh, you also uh, you're, and you mentioned your insider, and then you're also draft show guy, and then a host of this uh, soon to be award winning podcast that we do. Oh, yeah. The awards are coming. The, the awards, awards are coming. coming. Yes, and part of the reason the awards are coming is because of our dear listeners who have been That's exactly right. so exactly great to us. Right. We wouldn't have this without you guys. So we're going to start throwing you guys a question for you to answer for us at the beginning of each episode. And then the following week, we'll, we'll read some of your answers off at the end of the mailbag just to get you guys some of your thoughts and some of your interactions. So especially if you're on the YouTube video and you can comment there. Answer this question for us. This week, we're asking the question, who do you think is going to start at left guard in week one of the 2023 season? Because there's been a lot of discussion about that. We've been talking about it. So you guys there on YouTube, you can tweet us as well. But especially if you're there on the YouTube, drop us a comment. Who do you think is going to start at left guard week one of the 2023 season and why? Very simple. And with that in mind, Stephen Jones must have known we were going to talk about this today, Brian, uh, because as we record this on Wednesday night, the Cowboys made an announcement uh, about the PBR, not Paps Blue Ribbon, but the, uh, the, the Bull Riding League, uh, that they were going to be hosting the championship in 2024 at AT&T Stadium. So Stephen Jones was out there, was speaking to the media, and uh, courtesy of our good buddy John Mashota over at The Athletic, uh, he has this quote from Stephen Jones. He says, our top five linemen are our top five linemen. Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Tyler Biotish, Terrence Steele, Zach Martin really felt like if you're going to get your best five who have played in this league, those are our best five. We'll see what happens from there. So this is sort of what we've expected. I mean, Stevens talked a lot about best five. Mike Solari talked to us. The new Cowboys offensive line coach talked to us about best five uh, on day three of the draft when we interviewed him on DallasCowboys.com. Um, but this is the first time I think that Steven has spelled it out as these are our best five and now we got to figure out how that will play out. Uh, but when you look at that and, and the way Steven lays that out there, if that is their best five and, and Steven is committed to this is our best five and we believe this, is there any other option at left guard other than Tyler Smith? How about a Doga? I mean, what do you mean? That, that's a veteran, you know, veteran guy right there. Uh, Farniak was a guy that uh, actually got action in week one. Uh, when Connor McGovern went down, um, you know, uh, I, I don't, I'm not buying into the ball and all that other stuff, you know, playing there. Um, I think they're going to kind of get their tackles situated. 
uh, well, let's go. And then also though, with, uh, awesome Richards, I think there's, uh, you know, are two really good young guys that they're going to be able to work with. But if Stephen Jones believes this is his best five, then by all means, you know, that's what they're going to do. And me personally, you know, I'm, I understand. And, and I'll, and let me ask you this question, Bobby, because I was on Cowboys break, uh, today with Derek and, and Ambar and Nick and, I'm not concerned with the Tyron Smith injury history. I know it's part of us. I know it's something that we live with every year at this time. We talk about it. We know in the back of our mind that this it's, is it's, going it's to like it's like driving a it's like driving a car with two hundred fifty thousand miles. You know the check. You know something's going to happen. You know something's going to happen. It's either going to work or something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But no, is anybody not talking about? Tyron Smith regressing as a player. Does anybody that maybe maybe the injuries have piled up to the point where it's he's not Tyron Smith, the Hall of Fame guy that we've seen four or five years ago. You know? I think I, I I don't think there's been enough discussion about that, and I think that's the reality of the situation. Is when you take together the way he played at the end of the 21 season, the the playoff game against San Francisco, worst game I've probably ever seen the guy play. Even going back maybe to his rookie season, he was bad. Uh, he was letting Charles Amenahue, uh, who had been shipped out of Houston, who needed all the good football players they could get, he, he let Charles Amenahue dominate him late in that football game. So that that was a rough sequence. Then when you saw him come back, I thought Jacksonville, which was his first game back, he looked okay. He didn't look bad. He looked okay. But every other game after that, really, just he was not great. And I think you saw a lot of the struggles. Now, the question is, did he need to find a rhythm? Were were there issues with injuries? Whatever else. But I'll remind you, you saw it just like I did out there in Oxnarder at the star. You had Dorrance Armstrong and other guys beating him in practice. And we never used to see that. And so I, I think that you are looking at, Tyron Smith is not the player he once was. And I don't know. Is Tyler Smith a better guard than Chuma Yudoga? Very well, probably. Probably is. Is is the gap between Idoga and Tyler Smith at guard so substantial that you can justify losing what Tyler Smith was giving you at left tackle in the in the deference, the name of deference to Tyron Smith? That's where I start having an issue. And that's where I think. Your best five, as hard as this may be for people to hear, your best five might include Chumi Doga. See, that's the thing that I'm the, the the thing that I'm looking at right now is that Tyron Smith, he saw what was going on at offensive uh, tackle last year, and then all of a sudden, you lose you, you know you 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 lose a steal, and he he sees how well that they're playing at left tackle without him. You know, and they they oh this is a stand up move, stand up guy and all that. And I you know what? I respect the heck out of Tyron Smith. I really really do. He saw what was going on at left tackle. He saw how well Tyler Smith was. It wasn't like it wasn't like that he was like willing he 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 was volunteering to play right tackle. You know? I mean, you know, he he's he's looking at it as going, well, heck, I I you know, I, I how do I get my job back over there at left tackle? The guy's playing pretty well. Well, I'll volunteer to play right tackle, you know, and 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 everybody will feel good about it. But man, that that's the that's the thing that 
even Tyron Smith saw it. You know, he saw the development of Tyler Smith at left tackle, and he didn't push the issue. He was trying to be the team player, you know, and and the organization was like more than willing. And what they do, what they put him at right tackle. They didn't move Tyler Smith over to right tackle. They yep. kept Tyler Smith at, at, at left tackle. So to me, I'm sitting there thinking, well, why, why put him at guard? Why, why do this? You know, if he's one of your, if he's your, if it, the Hall of Fame tackle saw that and didn't want him to move out of the spot, how, how can we not see that? You know, I, that's the thing that I just, and to me, this year is really important for a couple of different reasons. And the, really, the, the first reason is you have the development of Tyler Smith at left tackle. Okay, move him to guard now, and we got a whole new line coach. We got a whole new offensive line coach here. You know, two new line coaches. So now, where are you at? No, are you going to? Okay, now we're going to have to like new line coach. Now you got to move in there to play guard. You know, I'm not. I'm keeping that kid where I know that he could play. Where in, in hell he could probably play guard. But I, I think there's something with with Tyron Smith here that you're you're just. I'm worried now. And maybe this will all take care of itself. Maybe all this will take care, like you and I are talking about, and then that something happens with Tyron Smith, and then Tyler Smith shifts back to to left guard. But the fact that even Tyron Smith said, "Hey, I I will play right tackle," and I, you know what, he, at times he wasn't good enough. No, you know, he wasn't good enough, and you know, and you know, there were times when they didn't run the ball well enough. And I'm one of these guys that thought, "Man, hey, yeah, you're gonna put big Tyron Smith over there, and everything's gonna be fine." And no, believe it or not. You know, Terrence Steele and Zach Martin are a damn good combination on that right side. They run the ball better, you know, and they and they lack that when when Tyler when Tyron Smith got over there. And I I personally thought, but you know what? I'm not buying that now. I'm not. I am not buying that. And I think they got Tyron Smith to take a reduction. Tyron Smith's salary for a starting tackle was more than manageable. You know, mm-hmm. he, they've been getting breaks on Tyron Smith, but then again, Tyron Smith doesn't always line up and play every game for you. you right. Know? So to me, I'm leaving Steele at right tackle, and I'm leaving and I'm leaving Tyler Smith at left tackle, and I'm going to adjust from there. And but you know, if th- this this whole thing with the best five and all that, hey, I'm I appreciate what you're saying, but man, I'm. I'm I'm a little worried about moving Tyler Smith, you know, again after how well he looked at left tackle and then with a the new line coach playing him at left guard. I'm just a little, I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think uh, – who do you think was better last year overall when they played, Jason Peters or Tyron Smith? 
Man, there were some times where Jason Peters, there was some there were some struggles with Jason Peters. I'm not going to act sure. like that. It was perfect. There were you know plays that were to his side where he could you know he could get into the block and all that. The backside cutoffs and things like that. No, I, I if you told me give me one or the other, I'm taking Tyron Smith over. Sure, Jason sure, and, and I, I I agree. I think largely. I don't I, think that the, I don't think that Tyron Smith played to that level. Okay, no, no, no. And I think Jason Peters was better early in the year than he was in the second half. He wore down a little bit. He wore down he did. when he had to play. Yeah. He he's he's you know, he's Methuselah out there. He's old. Yeah. So I get it. But when you look at the the, the only reason why I asked that, and because I just wanted to clarify this, he was better than Peters, but could you make an argument out of the guys that played on the offensive line last year? Tyron Smith was not in your best five, that he no. was sixth best. Because Connor McGovern, yeah. Zach Martin, Tyler Biotis, Terrence Steele, Tyler Smith, were they all better than him last year? Kind of felt that way. Kind of felt that way. Because I don't, I mean, the pass blocking and all that, Tyron Smith, you know, he's going to give you that. He's, you know, but there's still, like I say, there's there's some things that movement-wise, there were some problems. You know, there were some problems with that. He doesn't move as well as he once did. You know, and, and that might be a little bit because of the things. Now, maybe this year... Uh, you know, he'll have an option. Tyron Smith will always come in in great shape. Tyron Smith is not going to take a day off. Right. You know? But I can say, I, I just think your future, your future is Tyler Smith playing left tackle. And, and, and we'll see what they get, if they can get steel done. You know, we'll see if they can get the steel contract done going forward. But, but the thing about it is, I don't know. I don't know how good Adoga is. I say that right? That, that, yeah, Adoga. Adoga. I don't – the thing about it is if he comes in – now, you know, even Will McClay said this. Hey, you can't have five first-round offensive linemen playing. You, you mm-hmm. can't. But I, I do – I just worry about maybe making Tyler Smith have to play another year – play a year. And I, I want him playing all those reps at left tackle. I want Terrence Steele playing all those reps at right tackle. You know, I think yeah, that's and, your future. I think that's your future going forward. I really what do. is the, 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 and this will be the last thing we have to say on this before we wrap up the segment. But what are the thing I can't understand is if we're going to talk about the. I think Terrence Steele has done a great job and and progressed and he's proven and, me way wrong, and I I admit that. I admit that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and he's shown a lot of great growth. The one area where he's still lacking is he he's not a power player. He's he never been. He's never been and that. So, he's a great well, athlete. And that that's where when they start having this discussion about well maybe we could play steel inside at guard it's no, like no why are no, we talking about this no. why is that something this it feels like when you're talking about moving Terrence Steele to guard or Tyler Smith to guard and you're talking about these different combinations it feels like they are doing anything they can to just hold on to the memory of Tyron Smith rather than addressing who are these players today and what do they do best. That's why they talked about drafting at 26 a guard. That's mm-hmm. why, I mean, that's why it, it, they couldn't bring themselves. They were talking about Bergeron, the, the the tackle from Syracuse. I mean, the conversation was Bergeron and Mozzie Smith. So they were talking about an offensive lineman, you know, and they, the, the thing is that they, they, this, 
maybe it's so much respect for Tyron Smith. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take the legs out from Tyron Smith. I'm just saying there's there comes a time where you got to move forward. You know, you got to move forward here. And the fact that they and the fact that Steele, you know, they tendered him the what you know the, the money that he got, and yep. the fact that they're talking about moving him, why? Why he he he's 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 proven to you he could play right tackle. He he's not the strongest guy, but the run blocking, the effort, how he's prepared, you know, all that stuff is 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 outstanding for him. So and and I I just I just don't want him to to stop the growth, and especially with a new line coach, especially with a new line coach, I don't want him to stop the growth of of Tyler Smith and having to play play guard. Even though we will say, well, hey, Broadus, he was going to play that position until until uh, until uh, Tyron Smith got hurt. He was going to play over there. He was going to play left guard. Played whole played left guard whole training camp. What are you talking about here? You know, right? I just think he's a left tackle in this league. I really do. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.